Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. And just in time for the bloody holiday season, they've released Half Day Hazy. Have a half day. You've earned it. It's a bloody holiday in a can. If you're looking to avoid a little bit of alcohol over the uh, over the break, get on to heapsnormal.com. As I said, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Award winners over there at Heaps Normal. Get on heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty-free at checkout and... Uh, Bloody have yourself a good time. I'll tell you what, watching some of the World Cup games over the last month, heaps normal did me some favours there. Hard to drink in front of the family at 6am. Not if you're on the heaps normals. Get around them. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the... Why the fuck is this talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rank can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and I'm solo. I'm solo here today for the intro. Your mate, Heggy, has earned himself a nice little bloody holiday up in Queensland. Makes you think, doesn't it? And uh, I'm sure he's having a blinder up there, or he's sad that his, uh, his home country, France, lost the World Cup uh, last week. But uh, he's up. He's having a nice break. I'm down here trying to live the Queensland dream, actually, in Victoria, and by that I mean... Uh, I'm in a room that gets direct sunlight that's got no air conditioning. So I'm sweating my fucking balls off and I'm furious. Quite a Queensland day for me. Uh, hope you enjoy the upcoming episode. I'll keep it brief here, otherwise I'm going to pass out in this room. Thanks to everyone that has gotten on board the Patreon so far, patreon.com slash brawl for anyone that wants to join. Um, bullying is working. We've gotten a few messages already for the people that heard the abuse last week from the patrons, so thanks for that. Patreon.com slash Brawl. If you want to join, you get extra episodes, you get the spin-off uh, Land Larrikins, you get early access to tickets, early access and ad-free uh, episodes of the show. Get around it uh, and get on midflybrawl.com. We've got an upcoming show, live show in Melbourne, Jan 28, and while you're there, you can get yourself one of the St. Jaden's College Polos. Woo! Oh, they are fancy. Uh, they are flying off the shelves. We've only got a handful left. We've got the Air Jaden T-shirts as well and the Larrikin Island shirts. Enough from me. It's a bumper episode. Enjoy. All right, mate. This week we're looking at EasyJet Flight 6877. 
September 15, 2010. Easy jet. Classic, classic route. Glasgow. Oh, hold on. Yeah, to where in Spain? <laughs> Alicante. Yes. <laughs> And a guy who, at the age he is, will be just like you, father of three, uh, Colin Coates, 40 years old, prime of his life, uh, and like you, IT specialist slash property developer. Oh, wow. So, If I was to guess a Scottish Colin, the age of those three kids, him being 40, I'm going to go 22, 24, 26. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't find the kids. <laughs> didn't or, or it could be the the more galling twenty two, twenty, and three. You yeah, go, man. Yeah. Did you forget? I'll never forget <laughs> September eleven rules in my house. If there's too much of a gap between the second, no thirds coming. Absolutely. I, <laughs> yeah, I've always thought I'll that about forget. people. Idiots. Uh, anyway. Information technology geek Coates was a uh, he was a family man, born in 1970, working class family in Glasgow's Milton area. Uh, Kenny Dalgleish, all- Scotland's only only footballer of note, uh, come at me, you fucking sweaty socks, is from Milton <laughs> as well. Um, Colin, he's an above average student. You don't know what that means for Milton. Um, <laughs> You don't want to be above average from there. Just sort of stick to the stick to the mm. middle of the road. Keep your head down. Uh, after school, though, it's all relative. Yeah. Colin went down to London and worked in worked in it for the Civil <laughs> Aviation Authority. So he was quite clever. Yeah, switched on unit. Mm. Then he went to an investment bank, made over two hundred k GBP per annum. Not a bad wage now, but mid nineties, that is good size. Oh, that's Wolf of Wall Street. Man, two hundred GBP back then, that's half a million Aussie. Yeah. Just for, you know, just being on uh, on the on the, I don't know. What's their Wall Street? I want, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Dow? I don't know what it is. What's their that's yeah, what's their I'm completely ignorant on London. What's yeah, what's London's one? Who I, I don't give a fuck, but now I do. Kinda wanna know. Um, anyway, while you're looking that London up. St- London Stock Exchange. Ah, oh, right. Uh, boring. Uh, FTSE? Maybe. FTC? No, FTSE. Oh, FTSE. FTSE. It's the FTSE. FTSE Index. Sounds yep. nice, doesn't it? Sounds like them. Mm. It's a bit squidgy, FTSE. Uh, emerged into a mansion in West Ealing, one of the 20 right. safest boroughs in London. Uh, Colin and Angela had three kids, and then he dabbled in property development. It's all a bit, oh, mate. All a bit <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies for a Glaswegian, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> mate, I didn't even get to tell I, I, the other week, um, we're moving out of our rental, yeah. and they had to have people come through our house, which oh. is fair enough. They, um, the time they picked, Saturday morning, 10 a.m., after a, uh, after a Fox FM rap party the night before. Brilliant. And uh, my wife and kids decided to get the fuck out of the house and just leave me there, a man yeah. wearing sunglasses inside. Did you just um, open the door and go back to bed? 
Yeah, this is what a bed looks like <laughs> with a bloke in it. This could be you. Stand out in the kitchen and tell me if you can hear me shit. Yeah. It's going to be a loud one. <laughs> Let's test these walls. We're going to test a lot of stuff right now. Man, it's great. I don't care what city you're from. Anyone that's in charge of rentals has no idea about the property they're showing people through. Oh. So she leant in and she's like, how many how many bedrooms is this? They like, fucking don't care. I ended up doing her job. I became a temporary real estate agent. There's never been a real estate agent who is a career uh, rentals manager. They don't care. They're mm. ticking off the days mm. until they can make the big bucks properly ripping people off, not just small <laughs> fries like us. They fucking suck and they, they have so much disdain for us anyway, but also – where the personification of holding them back from their career yeah. as a professional, mm. unqualified, fucking rich piece of shit, ripping people off. Yuck. You think 145 episodes in, if you are a real estate agent, somehow still listening to this, first of all, congrats. Can't be. Because it <laughs> cannot be. It has been bite the curb, here comes a boot. For 145 episodes of this. But they don't like this sort of thing. I bet, like, I know one real estate agent who's got a good sense of humor, and I've met heaps, mm. and mm. he doesn't even listen to this. They don't like laughing. They don't need to. The rich yeah. don't like laughing. You don't see rich people going to stand up, for example. They don't need yeah. it. They smile when people suffer, but they don't really laugh. Yeah. I heard Daniel Sloss talk about this say, it's not their art. It was like if you drag poor people to the opera, they'd be like, ugh, fuck is this? Yeah, you know, and they do. Bit, you bit don't overrated. see radio competition winners going to the, going to the opera, do you? <laughs> don't get ballet tickets. I should pitch it next year. <laughs> Melbourne Theatre Company, a one-woman show about someone with depression. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. give us a call. <laughs> Theatre Company, comedy festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> Woo! Here's a few more bits of advice from our Patreon subscribers over at patreon.com slash brawl. This one is from Tim. Guys, if we don't all do our part, how is Cody going to pay for his 14th solo trip to Thailand? Now, I've, I do appreciate <laughs> the message, Tim. You have got me mixed up with another podcast host, Carl Chandler from the Little Dum Dum Club. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to Thailand solo. I've never been, so I'll be on taking the there. scale. I'm way further away than you are from what these people are talking about. What I do like about his message, though, is that I do have 13 solo trips in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. He believes in me. Thanks, Tim. I think of nothing worse. This is from Ian. There's a known phenomenon where high-powered businessmen and women will employ the services of a sex worker to come to their house or hotel room and head straight to the bathroom to find their client waiting in a bathtub. Services rendered take the form of defecation all over the client, and with that, cash is taken from a counter and they leave. Explanations for these transactions vary, but the general gist is that these hommes d'affaires experience cognitive dissonance between acquiring all the money, power, and status afforded to them by simply moving numbers around screens and their absolute horrendous sense of self that comes from being nothing but a parasite on people who actually do something of value with their lives. The act of being covered in feces supposedly restores some sense of balance in being given what they truly deserve, and thus they feel free to continue their empty shell of an existence devoid of humanity. I have no experience of this myself. Hmm, I don't know. 
but I do get a kind of glimpse when I do some part, some part-time shifts at my parents' dairy farm. Being in the pit of a 26-a-side herringbone swingover places me directly in firing line of hundreds of tonne beasts, whose only job is to eat all day and turn grass into milk. You learn pretty quick to keep an eye out at all times, but cover up as best as you can. Not as much in the warmer months, but it's unavoidable that you'll catch a splatter. Worse still is if the cow coughs while passing plant matter, their whole body convulsing and sending out a sideways geezer of olive green. Where that lands is anyone's guess. It's not the same as getting a number two'd by your fellow man, to be sure, but still I fucking hate it. I don't exactly have the money, power or status to make it worthwhile. Instead, I'll pay modest, reasonable sum to the good blokes at MFB HQ to provide me with some uplifting entertainment. So for any of you freeloaders, freeloaders, I pose this question. Are you the kind of person who would luxuriate in shit because that is what you are? Or will you lend a bit of coin to Nikki and Luke because they make a positive contribution to the human race with their poking fun at airborne idiots? Whoa. Ian's not fucking around there. He certainly is Jeez, not. <laughs> <laughs> there's, some, there's some people after that that are going to sign up straight away or just have some really tough chats with themselves in a mirror. Yeah. That's thanks to Ian. He's gone dark. <laughs> Next one up is from Ben. Andrew, I'm glad you stopped driving the porcelain bus long enough to sling the boys some dong. As a result, Cody can now afford that fancy red wine that comes in bottles. If your land cunt mate sign up too, then he can switch up his darts from corner store chop chop to horizon 50s. <laughs> now get back to blowing chunks and clogging shower grates. <laughs> uh, this one is from Matt. Listen up, you pack of drizzling shits. Step up and be an adult. Pay for the Patreon. Otherwise, do the next best thing. Start a brawl with staff at Bali Airport. All you're good for is an easy day, easy news day for the boys, you cucks. <laughs> cucks, I'm surprised that hasn't been thrown around earlier. Drizzling shits I, I thoroughly enjoy. Mm. This next one, though, this is from Steve. Fuck em. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> the shortest one of the lot and quite effective. <laughs> anyway, mate, we're going to get stuck back into the episode. Anyway, <laughs> Colin and his family. Is this the Feelings Festival? From, no. Colin and his family from Glasgow. I can tell, like all this background and there's more to come, you're just waiting for yep. the snap. It's a bit, here's Johnny. <laughs> like it's it, it's going to happen and it does. Yeah. Don't panic. You know, listen on. Um, and, well, there's a little bit, a few cracks appear. 1999, a bit of trouble in paradise. One day. Y2K bug. Yeah, I think it was. He got struck down with Y2K <laughs> and ended up attacking his wife. Oh, no. And uh, she called the pigs. Colin got a warning and a fine. Um, Colin, avid Rangers supporter, and he got himself a, a, a suspended sentence one time for bashing a Celtics supporter. Um, I think he's watched a bunch of movies and just reinvented himself as a gangster, never too late to follow your dreams because he's – getting a bit long in the tooth to be a gang member and he was yeah. embroiled in the footsie world yeah. of high finance and he's just decided to be a fucking thug. Long, Yeah, long long leather jacket sitting in a pub just ready to make someone turn your pint into someone's hat. Oh, yeah. but That type of gangster. Yeah. 
I mean, really, you let Glaswegians onto the footsie, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they moved back up to Scotland to, you know, just, I don't know, get back home, sort things out. Divorce in 2007. And uh, soon after the divorce, Colin's wife's car got totaled. And uh, Colin was actually the victim here, I think you'll find. Colin's car had gotten stolen mm. at the same time and copped this. The car thieves rammed it into a parked car and that car coincidentally belonged to Colin's ex-wife. Oh, wow. That is almost unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Who says there's no such thing as a miracle? Out of all the cars. Yeah. <laughs> is that Casablanca? Out of all the bars and all the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> of all the cars, of all of Casablanca. Yeah. <laughs> the criminals I definitely don't know crashed it into yours. Ah, oh, yeah. Charges dropped. Nothing to do with Colin, was it? He was at the pub. Yeah. Um, <laughs> later that same year, two thousand seven, he was out on the street minding his own business while assaulting his ex-wife's sister Jill, and uh, oh, Jesus, an old man, Sticky Beak. Intervened, so Colin. Is, Colin bashed the old oh, man. Of of course, mm, none of your business, Wrinkly. If you're punching women in the rankings of shit blokes, you know that's yeah. it's the worst. Oh, you think nothing of a sticky beak. So if you're punching a woman, you're fucking belting just an older one of your gender. Yeah, no problem. For sure, no worries. It's oh yeah, it's like behaving yourself, bashing an old man. Two years probation for that. He's getting off fucking light so far. This guy. He's done well. Um, Angela, the ex-wife, got a twenty-four hour call button in her house in case Colin reappeared. That's how fucking loose this IT nerd had become. He completely lost his fucking mind. Pre-middle age. Um, lots of road rage incidents. Miscellaneous yeah. thuggery. What's he got? You reckon? I don't know. Car, Range Rover. I didn't see what he had. I mean, you know, it got crashed into Angela's car, so I don't know, it's a cube or something. Um, Mm. Yeah, lots of road rage. Brings us up to September 15, 2010, and an EasyJet flight from Glasgow to the beautiful Mediterranean port town of Alicante, which... And by the way, what's happened in between? The high-flying FTSE um, banker. Was he a banker? No. Uh, IT. But, yeah, back yeah. investment, I don't fucking know. It's just gobbledygook, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you're getting around in fancy cars, living in a mansion. One small global financial crisis later, you're on a fucking easy jet flight going to Spain. Yeah. I don't think you fared well in 2008, our mate here. Those footsie types, you don't see him on easy jet much. Mm. It was after he'd uh, reinvented himself as a gangster fucking thug. Um, he uh, He's on the flight... To Alicante, where where he could get a local um, cultural <laughs> injection by going to McCoy's Irish Bar to bash a few Celtics yeah. fans, or yeah, cop this in Alicante. You can go to the pig and pig and whistle. Mm. Uh, we can get a classic fish finger sandwich. <laughs> Bit of nostalgia for people like Colin to remember what Glasgow Sunday nights were like. Eight yeah. euros fish finger sandwich down at Pig and Whistle. Jesus. Good energy boost before ramming someone's fucking head through a bar over a football match. That is a fish finger sandwich. I reckon even Warney would go, nah, come on. We're trying to eat a meal here. Yeah. Lasagna or nothing, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I I still love in the Twitter comments after Warney died, Rip, um, 
mate, that's what happens, man. He got the COVID vaccine. Like they can't even. Yeah. He was eating lasagna sandwiches and punching 100 darts a day. Yeah. Big <laughs> lasagna sandwiches, judging by his hands. That'd be a big sandwich. Proper. Yeah. Thick sliced. Set with butter. I reckon he buttered it before he put the lasagna on as well. Yeah. Not Probably animal. buttered both sides of the bread and then put it in the in the sandwich maker. Oh, you got a toasty. Heat up the lasagna <laughs> somehow. A lasagna jaffle sandwich. Fucking pasta on bread. Anyway, gone too soon. Rip morning. I don't think I've ever had a bit of lasagna and thought I need two more layers of carbs. Yeah. In this, just to go. fill me up. <laughs> All right, it is time for some uh, Patreon abuse you people have got to listen to, sucked in. This one is from Julian. On Christmas past, the patrons of this podcast have abused those freeloaders who poach the login details and leech quality content off their mates and partners, and rightfully so. Worse, however, is that one cunt of a mate of mine who tries to sign up to the Patreon just in time to unleash on the same penny-pinching pricks that he sees when he looks in the mirror... Riley, I'll unplug your life support to charge my phone, you shit-eating mouth breather. (laughs) Also, Jordan and Tom, you fucking wank stains, pay up. (laughs) Hold on, have we read out anything from Riley yet? spiteful. Does fucking Riley just roll in one time a year? He's like the bloke in my junior footy team. The two nicknames he got was Ghost and Barbecue because he wouldn't turn up to any pre-season. Then he'd turn up to the last pre-season session when there was a barbecue. And you wouldn't Scramble see him in the season. The trophy. In- <laughs> yeah, so he's ghost and barbecue. I'm getting that off right. Riley. Getting those vibes. Cheers, Julian. Next one is from Bryce. Annie, you once said, I think there may be no one funnier than Luke Heggie. And Annie, side note here, I've got to agree. I fucking, you got mentioned in my wedding vows. And yet here we are. <laughs> with you unwilling to help out this batless prince and his friend, Breakfast Radio's own Nick Cody. Shell out for an economy class ticket to a good time and be better. Let's get Heggy to Bali. Fuck, that had everything in there. Yeah, I don't think so. A bloody compliment um, for you. Veiled shot at me. Getting you to Bali. And a bloke who I assume is taking a shot at his missus. Yes. <laughs> this is from Stephanie. I'm going to be the nice one of the bunch and say if you can only afford one Patreon subscription, this is the one to get. Certain other podcasts don't give you your money's worth like Mid-Flight Brawl. Oh, God, that's nice, isn't it? That's like a yeah. hug from Nan. Thanks, that's Steph. That's really nice, but it's also <laughs> double nice because she's ripping into one of our little sister podcasts, I assume, <laughs> for not giving good value for the Patreon. <laughs> this one is from Kieran. I used to be like you, a freeloading turd living like a vampire off these two Aussie battlers' comedic generosity. I'm also generally skint, but I realised I'm also not a cunt. Stop spending all your shekels on haircuts, you real estate agent scum, and find some spare coins every month so Heggy can finally get to achieve his dream by using the Patreon cash to get to Florida Disney World just to punch Pluto in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's a -a (laughs) make-a-wish. A very good make a wish. Cheers, Kieran. Last one for this mob. Dan, you ch- this is from Kez. Sorry. Uh, Dan, you cheapskate bastard. You seem to have enough money for Mexican supplements, 100 litres of fuel per week for the Subi, 
Saturday night ATM transactions of $302.50. Five vape sticks per week. Put your hand in your pocket so the boys can keep pumping out the content you greedily consume for free, you tight-ass bastard. I love that Dan's going to be walking along somewhere blowing some mango smoke out. He's got, fuck, hold on. This is about me. (laughs) Cheers, Kes. Let's get back into the app. So, Colin, on his way to Spain to hide from authorities back in Glasgow for some violent crimes. Mm. And uh, while he's on the plane, he's accused a passenger of trying to pick up his girlfriend. And then he's just punched him in the face. You're looking at my girlfriend. Whack. That style. Yeah. Uh, 45 minutes before, that just continued on, 45 minutes before landing, (laughs) Colin was informed that the police had been called to arrest him upon arrival. Bad move. I reckon he's had enough drinks in between as well to go, for what? Yeah. Okay, you see the bloke two seats across. (laughs) Surely that's in the training manual now. Just let these dickheads think they got away with it. Have, they've had their fun and then whack, yeah. the female yeah. body inspectors get on and it's a surprise. Yeah. Don't tell them. You never tell them. Now he's got 45 minutes to either keep belting people yep. or to think of ways to escape. Well, Colin has told the FA that if the police board the plane, he would kill him. Wow. Uh, he said he's going to bomb the plane too. In keeping with the last few episodes, in fact, just going to bomb the plane. What with, Colin? <laughs> you got one? Don't know. Um. <laughs> Plane Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, the plane landed, police came on board and changed his status. Ooh. Status arrested. Colin immediately started, before they managed to get cuffs on him, started attacking the flight attendant, clawing at his face and neck and punching him in the back. Nothing oh. like that back punching. Um, <laughs> passengers who were told to stay seated during his arrest were now desperate to get away from him. I wouldn't be staying in my seat. Spanish police officers had to pin him down horizontally at the back of the cabin until he calmed down. He didn't calm down. No. While pinned down, Colin has started yelling at other passengers, telling telling them he's going to go, he's going to burn their houses down, kill their children by burning them alive, and he's also going to throw Fuck. acid in their faces. Gee, wow. He yelled, "I'm Colin Coates. I'm a gangster." <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it doesn't say that on your lanyard. Ah, fuck. On your little IT lanyard. Well, his girlfriend, who was on the plane at the time, broke up with him upon landing straight away. So Colin was bloody right there. Oh, yeah. yeah Nose he, broken and heartbroken. Oh, he was, he was probably correct. Some bloke probably picked her up right in front of him straight then. Oh, well, <laughs> she has, you know, I was trying to pick her up. Uh, I fucking knew it. <laughs> in court, Colin said he had no recollection of the flight even occurring, let alone the rest of it. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty good way to go, I think. I you don't know if we've to. spoken about this before with the defence. You have to say, I have literally no idea what happened. Yeah. I don't remember getting on. Still had the wherewithal to scream his own name, so he knew that much. Mm. But yeah, people's memory is quite sketchy after they've done something shit. Um, a friend of his had come to court to defend him, stating that his drink had been spiked with LSD earlier that day. 
That's unlikely, oh. even in Glasgow. Yeah. And I like, like I know, like that's crazy talk. I've never done LSD, but I don't think it's one of the. I don't think it's a punchy drug. Well, no, it has different effects on different people. Most ones I hear about just climb up the side of the house and find Jesus up there or something. Yeah, <laughs> not generally punching shit out of people, but I don't know who am I. Um, the judge rejected this defense and fined Colin two thousand pounds. And the Is judge, that it? That's it. The judge stated, "Hold on, yeah, no prison time. No, 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 no prison time." Judge stated he avoided. Fuck, wow. Yeah. He avoided jail time because the plane had already landed. Lucky. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Colin again, although banned from EasyJet for life, <laughs> a bit like us. Um, what a win. A former colleague of this, Colin. This again. We need one of our listeners to compile the, the crimes and the times. None <laughs> of them match up. It's a, yeah, it's a roller coaster. He's belted a few people. Yeah. Oh. Threaten to throw acid, kill children, throw yeah. acid in your face. Burn houses down. People have gone to jail for less. Yelled out, I'm Colin Coates, I'm a gangster. Yeah. £2,000 fine. Well, his life unravels very soon after. A former colleague of Colin's said his thing was telling people he'd burn them and, and their houses down. So it fits. Oh. Um, he said it quite a lot. He's obsessed with threatening people, saying he'd burn them. This was the catalyst for Colin abandoning a tr- traditional life and turning to a life of true crime, which he fucking did. And then some. Oh, you got into it. The the properties Colin owned were fewer and fewer and eventually just fronts for his dodgy dealings. Uh, he's befriended this after the flight. and You really go one or two ways, I reckon, after you've been arrested on a plane. Yeah. Because, you know, 140-odd episodes of this show, I must say a lot of people, that has been the worst day of their life, what they've done there. This is nothing. Colin's just getting started. You know who got arrested for smoking on a plane once? Yes, lots of people. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Did he? Yeah, punched a dart on a plane. Ah, well, Harvey. <laughs> Better get two, into Harvey. 200-pound two, <laughs> fine. I can't <laughs> wait. There might be a little bit one. of backstory on this bloke. I don't know. Mm. We should get yeah. into it and have a look. Just investigate the bloke. Probably no one's <laughs> ever done that. Have I reckon that, yeah, I reckon the... Uh, the start of the episode, the first few minutes is going to be the incident mm. and then it's going to be real backloaded. I've got this feeling with Colin as well. Oh, yes, absolutely. He befriended a bloke in Glasgow called Phil Wade, mm. a drug dealer. And uh, there's a there's a bizarre video of Colin in his flat in drag talking about how he's a gangster. Full makeup, fishnet bodice, hot pants, white fur boots. Most men's first port of call when they're imitating a woman. 
young men for extortion, abduction, tying up. Monitoring funerals or mitzvahs, call 1-800-SUPER-TRANNY. See you. Bye. It's really weird. Like, it's a lot longer than that. That's about the best snippet out of it, but it's, it's really strange sort of thing. Um, for 1-800-SUPER-TRANNY. In, uh, in 2000, like, you don't want everything you've ever done to be on camera, but fuck, it's a bizarre thing for a, mm. for a sort of second half of his life career criminal to be putting down on film. In 2011. Do you reckon he's one of these blokes that just took an IT job because his, his parents said that's, that's what you should do, just get a solid career? Yeah, they maybe. They didn't realise he's a fucking lunatic. and just, away in the background, wasn't it? Like this yeah. whole just really waiting to fucking cut loose. He gets way worse. He got done oh, for stealing a bloke's car. He said. That's not too bad. Well, the way he did it though, he said, give oh. me a fucking car, I'll stab you with this pen. So. It's a carjacking. It's not just a car stealing. I should have said that. Um, he um, he's taking a bit from uh, uh, Joe Pesci there, Casino, at the start. Oh yeah, and the bloke the bloke gives his mate Robert De Niro shit. Yeah, you okay. tough guy now. Well, it's a bit like prison rules, Glasgow, isn't it? Big blokes just take stuff like that. Ooh. It's like an open air prison, I reckon, Glasgow. <laughs> um, enter. Linda Spence, I think it might be Linda, but there's a Y in there, so there's no reason it can't yeah. be Linda. Yeah. Linda was a con woman and fraudster, and she had some proper neck, ripping off members of the Chinese community, the Albanian community, and native Glaswegians. So TikTok, Linda. Um, it's going to catch up to her one day. It did oh, yeah. it ever. Phil Wade introduced Colin to Linda. And she convinced Colin to invest all his cash. If there were two groups I was going to rip off, I definitely wouldn't go Chinese and Albanian. I wouldn't go any of those three. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't go any of probably, you know, if, yeah. I don't know. You'd have, you'd have to go Swedish. White Australian um, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Byron Bay. Yeah you, want, yeah, you want to get on a current affair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peter Foster did all right. He did it forever. Oh, until he got tackled on the beach. Yeah, but he had a pretty good life up until that point, didn't he? Yeah. Um, tackled on the beach on the news. You should, If you've never seen that footage before, fucking good. great stuff. Oh, that's total stitch up. And the undercover cop that got to pretend he was just on a nice <laughs> having a jog. morning walk. Yeah. All right, we've got a few more of these here. <laughs> Remember, at any time, you can stop this. Patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. We've got many tiers. Any tier you join, you're getting ad-free episodes early. You're not copping this abuse. This one is from James. Scott, you free-loading, crispy cream-eating, NRG-drinking thunder cunt. Two years you've been sponging off the boys. Time for you to step up and pay out. You've been to Bali and Thailand this year, you pervert. Time to get Heggy on that plane instead. Oh, double <laughs> it's building. It's fucking slow. It's slowly building. <laughs> this is from By the Matt. way, I appreciate his the freeloading Krispy Kreme eating NRG drinking. It, it did have the uh, the real Ric Flair vibe to that. Oh, for sure. I dress myself in cashmere. Woo, 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 woo. I, I eat Krispy Kremes. I drink NRG. Yes. Woo! This one is from Matt. Isaac, you tight cunt. 
You don't even pay rent here. Throw the boys a few dongs, you tight ass. Love you. Dad. Oh, great. Oh, fa- <laughs> father, son, friendly fire. <laughs> Hope the kid's like 12. <laughs> that would make it even better if Isaac's a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let us know how old Isaac is, Matt. I really want to know now. Oh, yeah. Oh, this next one's from Pat. Hey, you weak gutted dogs. Why the fuck haven't you joined the Patreon yet? You think Conrad puts in the fart sound effects in for free? Well, fucking chip in and help the boys out. I don't want to hear that you can't afford it because if Bell Gibson fake cancer... Oh, because if Bell Gibson can fake cancer and can rip off cunts with her cookbooks and shit... I'm sure pricks can scrape up a few shekels and join the club. Yes. Gibson getting a mention. Fuck yeah. uh, I love Bill Gibson. This one's from James. To all you crisp white-shirted cunts sitting in glass and steel towers, time to pay up. I know you're out there, you greasy big four working, coke-snorting, Christmas bonus-hoarding sons of bitches. Your Patreon dollars will arm Heggy with enough eggs to send Alan Joyce scrambling back to the mother country of banter, biff, and proper number 12. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, this one's from Ryan. Benny, congratulations on another successful year on the tools, rorting pensioners and tailoring quotes in line with what toys you're looking to spoil yourself with, including your second property. To celebrate, I'll continue to keep the lights on at MFB HQ while you sit back and sip your tenant paid for crown lagers, you reptile dripped in oil. <laughs> Improve yourself and reach those short arms of yours into those deep pockets this festive season and give the boys a few crumbs and your loving woman a ring in that, or- in that order, weasel. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's one of my favourite ones, I reckon. Very good. <laughs> nice one, Ryan. All right, mate, let's get stuck back in. Fuck, he's gone, Benny. Oh. Um, 85k GBP was what Colin had. Gave it all the linder uh, for a land deal at oh, Stansted no. Airport. It'd return millions. She made it all up though, didn't she? Someone comes to you with a like a once in a lifetime deal like that. They're probably oh. full of shit. Yeah. First of all, ask them how old they are. Twenty-seven. Yeah. She was. You're a fucking liar. Twenty-seven <laughs> million dollar deal. Get out of my face. Um. Land opportunity at Stansted Airport. That that does sound like 2010's uh, Bitcoin. Pretty much. Um, Linder was 27, but a Glasgow 27, so 41 by the ready reckoner I have. Um, she strung Colin along for a year. She made him some made him some fake overseas bearer bonds, but from his background, he should have been able to pick this. I don't know. He's from yeah. the FTSE. She'd done it to 30 people. Um, Colin was the most aggressive, though. He wasn't happy. And in April 2011, Colin and Phil Wade kidnapped her, took her to a mate's place, pulled out the torture kit, and uh, they tortured her to get the money back. Oh. And she gave them the name of a bloke called Glenn. <laughs> oh, well, that's all sorted. Yeah. Put the pliers away, mate. We got it. Let's go find Glenn in well, Scotland. <laughs> Colin went and found Glenn and showed him a thumb in a bag and said, 
where's the money, Lebowski? Um, she told me you had it. People who are getting their thumbs cut off don't tell lies. Colin said, if I don't get my money, I'm going to kill you. So Glenn got scared and fucked off. Anyway, bing, bang, boom. The boys killed her. Oh, Jesus. She's, she's never been found, Linda. Case was built on a single drop of blood and a burnt leather chair in the back garden. So Whoa. footsie types, not so good at covering their footsies. Um, well, he's, he's gotten rid of all the other blood, but he's left the burnt chair. Yeah, burnt chair, pretty grim. Bits of rope and stuff. You know what he was too early for? Facebook Marketplace. Somebody come and grab that now. Oh, never see free that burnt leather chair. Yeah, that would have been three. <laughs> Five minutes. Seven pairs of hands by the time the police found it <laughs> in Glasgow. Coates used Linda's phone and email accounts to pretend she was alive and well. Plus, the two amateurs they hired to guard Linda while they weren't there turned on the lads and got reduced sentences oh. as a result. So don't trust your mates in crime. They'll turn on you. Rats. Uh, in 2013, an 11-week trial put Colin and his mates away. Minimum 33 years for Colin. One of the longest sentences ever doled out there. Straight to Schotts' prison. Do you reckon this is a bit of the OJ Simpson though? Gets off on the murder and then stealing his own memorabilia back. They're like, got you. Yeah. When he got the £2,000 fine for fucking up the plane, the judge is like, not a second time. If I see him come in here again. Yeah. Mate, £2,000 this time. If you do a murder next year, <laughs> we're going to fucking go to town on you. And they did. <laughs> Although 33 years, it should be that for murder. That's a yeah. standard, isn't it? I don't know. It's about 15, I reckon. It's what you get here for a murder. You'd be out, out in 15 for a for a killing. 15? I think so. I think you're out. Depends on media coverage yeah. and how heinous it is and if it's a crime of passion, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. And if you're a cop. And you didn't really mean it. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're a cop, don't worry about it. Um. I mean, you know me, mate. Obviously, this is an unthinkable crime. Linder didn't deserve that. No one does. But I wouldn't even ask a bloke from Glasgow if I could have a chip, much less <laughs> tell them I'm investing their money for them and then fuck <laughs> off with it. That is crazy, crazy stuff to do. Not blaming her, but no. whoa, <laughs> not clever. That doesn't, that doesn't clean it up, just throwing a butt in there. Yeah. Not blaming her, but... but. <laughs> Linda knows what she did. Like, well, but I reckon she's just got confident going, I've ripped off Albania and China. Yeah. This is Colin's a big bloke. I I I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a man. Pull one over the eyes of this dunce. Yeah. Right off into the sunset. Doesn't know. Colin's an angry IT man. Oh. I don't think she knew about the IT thing. Anyway, maybe she did. Maybe that was what she thought he was, just an IT guy. I'll get him. A prison insider said Coates was reduced to tears when he found out the video with him in drag, high as a kite on cocaine and poppers, would be going public. He cried like a baby. Oh, That's a video oh. we saw just before. The first thing I'd be doing is going, uh, oh, is it my turn to use the phone? Thanks, mate. I've just got to call 1-800-SUPER-TRANNY. Yeah. Just keep bringing up. Well, Is that your number? He didn't Colin. call, call 1-800-SUPER-TRANNY. What he did do was call his mum to speak to her about it, but she fell out with him and apparently told him he was stupid. <laughs> Said it before, say it again. Don't get on the poppers and dress up in drag and talk down the barrel of a camera 
about murdering people. <laughs> it's going to come back and sting you one day. If you listen to one thing from this podcast, listen to that. If you've learned anything in 145 episodes of Mid-Flight Brawl, yep. do not approach a Glaswegian man about a land deal at an airport yep. and do not do poppers and rack while dressed <laughs> in fishnet stockings and talk down the barrel of a camera. You heard it here first. Oh, yeah. I love too that, that great thing with mums of criminals. Yeah. He's just done the worst crime oh. and she's like, you're stupid, yep. Colin. You're oh, no. an idiot. She didn't say anything about that. She said he was stupid for putting the tranny, the super tranny thing. Oh, great. Sorry. <laughs> Down on camera. I thought she was saying he was stupid for all the stuff. It, oh, even better. I mean, privately, I'd be surprised if she didn't say he was stupid for getting caught. Now, why'd you burn the chair? Why'd you trust those two amateurs? That sort of thing. Never. Why'd you do it? It's, uh, I don't know. I don't want to speculate. It's a bit apple tree stuff. You see that last month, I think there was that shooting at a gay nightclub in the States. Oh, yeah. And the dad came out and said, hey, his son was the one that murdered everyone. My son's not gay. Just because he was in a gay bar doesn't mean he's gay. That's what he That's what he led with. Yeah. Holy shit. And the dad apparently has been on intervention, I think. We've been on a show like that. Ex-MMA fighter slash porn star. My goodness. Looking quite messy. You, if you were the accused, you'd just say, look, I know I'm fucked, but dad, you are not helping this <laughs> at all. Don't chuck extra homophobia onto this. Was it a when was the attack? Was it recent? I'm out of the loop. Yeah, it was recent. I think a month ago. Oh, a month ago, so appalling. All right, time for some more abuse because you deserve it. Not really, but you're getting it sucked in. This one is from Emily. Hey, you cheap fuckheads. These fine gentlemen are kind enough to provide us all with hours of content. The least you could do is kick them a bit of cold, hard cash every month in return. For fuck's sake, Nick's putting his mum to work sending out shirts, so obviously things aren't going too great. Maybe if we get the Patreon up high enough, he won't have to resort to writing that children's book for a couple more years. The boys put a lot of work into this show. Well, Heggy does anyway. So spend a little <laughs> less at Krispy Kreme and start paying for your entertainment like a goddamn adult. <laughs> I like it. Emily's my new favourite. <laughs> wonder what. Emily, if it wasn't for my work, Heggy would be reading out his fucking manifesto in a shed in the fucking <laughs> woods. <laughs> It'd be written out. I do love Emily. <laughs> Yeah, they'd, fi- they'd find it later. Just stacks, stacks of papers after a fucking, after something goes off in Ellen's <laughs> car. <laughs> uh, this next one is from Tony. <laughs> I love this group of names, by the way. Oh, yeah. The four horsemen of a fucking good time. Macca, Mark, Matt and Jimmy. <laughs> yes. Your weak dog, malnursed, cheap cunts. Cough up some of that cash, Mr. and Mrs. T-Payer, shelled out to you stingy pricks during the scamdemic and help out the lads at MFBHQ or if your fucking if your fat fucking nurse asses are too tight for a Patreon <laughs> subscription use the money you'd otherwise spend on a Chrissy themed fun scrub top and stethoscope combo for your TikTok dance videos and purchase an Air Jaden or Larrikin Island t-shirt help some actual battlers out get a real man's job and Merry Christmas you real estate admiring shit cunts your friend and colleague, Tony. <laughs> he works <Really>? with... Saying <laughs> 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 all that shit about the jobs he works in. Oh, yeah. Oh. You can't... 
Oh. These really take some U-turns, don't they? This from oh. hate, hate to love very quickly. Oh. This is from Chris. Oi, Fuzz and the turd. The boys, des- the boys deserve better than you freeloading fucks copying this art for free. Pony up, cunts. <laughs> Oi, Fuzz and the turd. Oh, this is- <laughs> Cheers, Chris. This is from Hank. Take the change out of the ashtray and get to the Patreon instead of into a Bricky's laptop, you clowns. Otherwise, these undeniable talents will end up in the real estate industry. Eggy building, Cody selling, and not making us feel superior <laughs> to tip rats on a weekly basis. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This uh, couple more to go, then we're back in. This is from Kelly. If you're a listener who owns more than one house without at least being on Karen Cody's mailing list, imagine being visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. You're stealing housing from today's tiny Tim. As a minimum, you could help these boys out. You should take a long, hard look in the mirror before selling your extra properties, buying a T-shirt, and joining the decent folks on the Patreon-level toilet. <laughs> That's all you need. Get on toilet, yeah. and you can start abusing. Yeah, and, uh, get feel in. Good about yourselves. Last one here. This is from Richard. Are you dumb, dying dogs still not reaching into your coin sack and flicking some shrapnel towards these pillars of our community? We know you're saving money by not paying for drill bits at Bunnings. Be like your real dad, Hopawade, and pull your stinky finger out. <laughs> Good point. You steal two or three drill bits from Bunnings. That's gonna. That's you put that straight to us. Same, same. Well, and I know a few before Hank. He was saying you're building, I'm selling. I could not tell you what a drill bit costs. <laughs> yeah. But I will sell you this beautiful four-bedroom, two-bathroom home. Look at that backyard. <laughs> yeah. Get what you pay for. Buy cheap, buy twice. But if this fails, I'm going down to Tarot Cash. Getting the blue on blue on blue. <laughs> Fucking right. BMW 3 Series. Let's get to work. <laughs> um, in 2015, Colin launched an unsuccessful appeal of his conviction. Uh, in 2016, Despite never showing any remorse or revealing where the body is, he's allowed to go out to his dear old mum Catherine's funeral. The one who called him stupid. Rip Catherine, gone too soon. He was handcuffed to a guard for the service. Well, hopefully it was a cremation because all he's wanted to do is burn someone. Burn houses, Tim. This whole fucking episode, he's wanted to burn stuff. Let him burn mum. Yeah. Imagine standing at your mum's funeral, handcuffed to a stranger. It's what Catherine would have wanted. <laughs> Some of the most despicable, violent men, though, they really love their mums, don't they? They're yeah. quite vocal about how much they love their dear old mum, even though I just bash women and other people and old people indiscriminately. My mum, she's lovely. Um, in a further coincidence, at the time of the kidnap and murder of Linda, Colin said some of the money she stole from him was from his mum's funeral fund. Oh. So I don't know how he discerns that. Like if someone steals money from me, I can't go, I was going to spend that money on college for my children. <laughs> you know, fucking, you clearly weren't. You gave it to a shyster. <laughs> um, I wanted to give her a lavish funeral. Yeah. That's why I was investing it with Linda. <laughs> I wanted to bedazzle my handcuffs for the funeral. <laughs> Couldn't do it. I wanted, yeah, I wanted gold handcuffs, bedazzled. In 2018, oh. 
Colin was caught with a shank in jail. Got himself an extra four months for that. Although there is some conjecture whether or not he was taking the hit for his new best mate, Mark Richardson, cocaine kingpin and cellmate of Collins in HMP Glen Oakle. Collins a Collins a lifer, so he said, "What's another four months? I've got this one, Mark. You owe me." Yeah. Um, he also earned himself a, an extra twelve months for having a mobile phone. He's not going to be out this bloke. No, he belongs in there, and I think he's thriving. Um, as a side aspect here, Mark Richardson is another bloody larrikin character. He was a member of the Daniels Glasgow crime gang. Oh yeah, do you know this one? No, I've just heard, I've heard of that. Daniels. Uh, and a boyhood friend of Celtic skipper Scott Brown. He and Brown had a falling out outside Citrus Nightclub in Edinburgh right. in 2009. And uh, Mark bashed him. Charges were laid and then dropped cleverly. Um, yeah. Brown's financial advisor, former boxer Robert Kelby, said, fuck that, hunted. Mark down and laid him out. Uh, wasn't Scott Brown's fight anymore. He remained out of it, lived his life, won nine straight premierships with Celtic. In fact, well done, Scott. I just love that there's a citrus nightclub in Edinburgh. It's the fucking closest thing to fruit you're going to get over there, I reckon. <laughs> it's the only vitamin C those pricks get is just saying that word. They probably, it's like Aussie guys with the, you know, the Japanese tattoo that ends up meaning fucking bulldog or whatever. Yeah. They think it means pride. Yeah. They've just got citrus on a nightclub. They're not even sure what it means. <laughs> Mark, was, Mark was then sent down for a 10 stretch for drug dealing and violence. Got out in 2014. So four years, about right, somehow. And the feud continued. So while in jail, Mark's dad, also Mark, had been bashed with a base with baseball bats multiple. Oof. Kelby got shot in the back for that by some of the gang. So when Mark Jr. got out, he shot up Kelby's house, causing Kelby to go into hiding. Then Kelby, by then a convicted mortgage fraudster himself, uh, and Mark had an organised square off at a funeral in Portobello Cemetery. Wow. This is just <laughs> <laughs> See you around in the back of the Dunnies at lunchtime style. <laughs> so that's Colin's best mate in jail. Just a good bloke. In one eight hundred super tranny and the funeral fighter. <laughs> what a combo! Oh, in twenty twenty one, after much reflection, Colin has said he might know where the body is. He's been looking oh. at photos for the filth since then. Although he's confused and doesn't remember much. So he's got form in having a a, a sketchy memory. <laughs> Bit foggy. Oh, man. <laughs> Tell you what, while, while we're philosophizing. By the way, I don't care how many drinks I'd have, but I reckon I'd remember if I murdered someone and bashed a bunch of people on a plane. Yeah. I don't think you could wake me up the next day and go, what'd you do yesterday? I don't know. You know who don't. It's people who do it all the time. Yeah. That's like, I don't remember what I wrote this morning because I'm always writing shit down. Yeah. If you murder people, all the live long day. Yeah. What's a Linder? It could be four people called Linder that you've murdered. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> don't know. Um, the plane tantrum really was a turning point in Colin's life. Was, we've seen people say, this will make me a better person. Yeah. No question. I'm turning things around as of now, I promise, they say in court. Colin's gone the opposite way. 
Slippery old slope, isn't it? One minute you're in your flat producing a cross-dressing video about how you're a gangster who tortures people. The next minute you're fucking doing it. So take Yeah, it really, in. imagine that though. Imagine you get drunk on a plane, you bash people, and instead of going, I can't believe what I did, your first thought is, that was fucking great fun. Yeah. I've got to bash more people. Yeah, fuck. Well, Colin certainly leaned into his new gangster lifestyle and um, good luck, buddy. Sucked in, Colin. As you say, follow your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Did he ever? Can't fault him for that. I'll tell you what. He always wanted to be a gangster. He's done it. He has. He's done it. IT the gangster. That's all he talks about now. 23 hours a day. That's all he talks about with Mark. A full 180. The gangsters. What a fucking dude. Anyway, that's the story of Colin Coates. Brings us to the end of another episode of Midfly Brawl. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show, get on our Patreon, patreon.com slash midflight brawl for extra episodes, early access, ad-free episodes, and uh, early access to tickets to our live shows. Uh, midflightbrawl.com for merch. Heggy shows coming up, lukeheggy.com, omnicody.com.au. We'll see you next time. Cheers, mate. Good. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 